Welcome to Intimacy Play, a podcast by Pleasy Play. We host open discussions with world-leading experts on couples, sex, and intimacy, so you can build a more exciting, fun, and intimate relationship. I'm your host, Michaela Silva. Hi, everyone. Today, we have a very different type of guest. And may I say, we actually have two guests with us. We have the lovely Sarah Hutchinson and Charlotte Tondre. Hi. Hi. They're both in a relationship, and they rose to fame after starring in the reality TV show, The Cabin where single couples coupled up and moved into a cozy log cabin with their new partner as their first official date begins. After one day, they have to decide if they would like to spend more time together or call it a day and walk away. Sarah and her fellow cabin star, Charlotte, have applauded the ITV dating show for normalizing LGBT love. And this is where you met. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Yeah, that was a perfect synopsis of the show. (laughs) (laughs) tell me a little bit about the show so i know the the show starred uh earlier this year can you tell us how you initially got involved in the show um initially did you see an instagram ad yeah i saw it on instagram i'd been on a really bad date at the weekend and then monday rolled around and i saw this instagram ad of like if you've been on bad dates apply and i just thought it was fate and just thought right i'm gonna do it and i'd never wanted to do it or like thought I'd get involved with anything like that in my life and then um like three months down the line I met Sarah in a cabin so (laughs) yeah and I saw the advertisement and I've been single for so long I genuinely started to think there was nobody there for me and I thought if tv can't find someone from the whole of the UK then I'm screwed so let's give it a go (laughs) (laughs) I love that ads if you had a bad date apply that's genius yeah it was definitely something to do with bad dating and and not not having anyone but I remember I I Instagram messaged them saying can I apply as a lesbian because it wasn't very clear that you could apply um as if you know if you're in the LGBTQ community so I messaged them and as soon as they said yes I thought why not let's do it (laughs) and while you were on the show you actually fell in love can you tell us what happened in the cabin how your love actually started to grow for each other we were just like, we hit off straight away. I think we both knew that if we didn't end up dating, we'd definitely be friends because there was a connection. Yeah. At first, like we weren't like 100% sure, um, like, but we just literally didn't stop talking to each other. And we had so much kind of like, I know we have a lot not in common, but we also had quite a lot in common, mm-hmm. like our music choices and stuff like that. And um, and we, we did just then hit it off and kind of by, I was pretty much day three and day four of, <laughs> Pretty much when she kissed me, that was when I was like, oh, okay, this is definitely more more so than friends. And actually, I really like this girl. Um, and then yeah, it just took off from there and went on a bit of a, a U-Haul lesbian thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah always mentions the fact that when we first kissed um, in the hot tub, because I did a rap for her, and then I kissed her. And she said that like from that moment that I actually kissed her, like her whole mindset changed. It was like something came across her. And it's just like, it's the cutest thing. I don't have a cute story to match, but Sarah's story is the cutest thing about it. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't 100%. I was like, this girl's really cool. I really like her in terms of her as a person, but I certainly wasn't sure if it was just going to be friends until that moment. Um, and then I kind of just knew pretty much straight from that. I was like, yeah, that's definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. a thing. <laughs> you kind of needed that like, um, chemistry as in like the sexual chemistry of kissing you know the physical chemistry whereas we didn't have it up until that point because we were so nervous around each other because we both liked each other that we wouldn't really like 
touch each other. We spooned in bed a bit, but uh, <laughs> it was very like, you could just, it was like two schoolgirls um, leading up to that moment. And we both like, we both knew that we would end up kissing each other at some point. And because we let it build up and build up because we were so nervous, it was just getting longer and we were getting more nervous about it, <laughs> knowing that it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way you guys tell the story. It's so loving and the way you look at each other. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys can't see that. We're looking rough, looking deep into each other's eyes right now. <laughs> it's lovely. I love it. Um, you said something that really, really struck uh, on me was you actually had to contact the show to make sure that you could apply because you were part of the LGBTQ community. How does that mm -hmm. feel? You know, that you have to check if you can be part of something and how good does it feel when you, you could? For me, having to ask about if we could apply, it just, it kind of just seemed normal to me, which is not a great thing to say, but I didn't, I wasn't like shocked by having to ask. I wasn't upset by having to ask if we could apply as being like as lesbians. Um, but then when obviously we could, I was like, finally, something that is actually aimed at At people like you know in, in our community but this year they're, they're doing a season two of the cabins and this year they purposely um what advertised and marketed the community so it was in their adverts it was doesn't matter of your like age sexuality uh gender all of that so it, they kind of changed their approach this year Yeah, it's more, well, it's more obvious that it's for anybody and they kind of want, like, literally the yeah. biggest range they can possibly get on yeah. the show, whereas before it wasn't necessarily that mm -hmm. obvious that that was the case. Yeah, and that's the best thing about the show, really, is that it kind of opens up the doors to, like, diverse dating and people that wouldn't go on things like Love Island, for example. So, because that's our biggest show here in the UK for, for dating is Love Island, so it's just nice to get other people involved <laughs> and how real did you guys feel that the show was how real did it feel for you or was it stage or was everything natural and you could do what you felt like doing and you know really enjoy the moment the only time that it felt slightly staged was only when we went outside of the cabin so they sort of allowed you to kind of go on dates we went on two of those um and upon those that's the only time it felt staged because you could see the cameras they were kind of following you mm -hmm. you had um The, the, the staff and the, the production team um, sort of talking to you and being like, mm -hmm. oh, maybe, maybe you want to talk about this, maybe you want to talk about that. However, the rest of the time, it was completely big brothered. Um, so although we didn't obviously get a choice in editing-wise, but we mm -hmm. certainly weren't, it was completely up to us of what we chose to talk yeah. about and say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There was a questionnaire thing in the morning, though, that they gave us like a sheet, and it was a bit of a, We'd go down, change our mics. Um, they'd talk to us for five minutes and then next minute you have a sheet put underneath your door and you had to word it as if we weren't asking the questions off the sheet. But apart from that, there really wasn't anything that was staged or, or said to... And it was still up to us what we came out with. Did you tell us yeah. to say anything or anything like that? Yeah, I think for me, I was going to add to Sarah's bit about the when we got taken out of the cabin for the dates and the things that were set up. Because we were, we were mic'd up the whole time. From the moment we entered the cabin to the moment we left, we were mic'd up. We weren't without a mic at any point. Um, so we couldn't hide or not, you know, the cameras weren't off for a second. They didn't even let us sneak into the toilets at the restaurant because there wasn't yeah. any cameras in there. Whereas obviously in the cabin, yeah. uh, there was cameras in there. So I went to go to the toilet. She went to just naturally come in with me. Yeah. And they were like, no, you, you can wait in case, obviously. 
And we were kind of like excited about it because we kind of looked at each other at the time thinking, no cameras in these toilets, let's go. And we still had our mics on, so we definitely couldn't say anything that, you know, we we were waiting to say when we got out, if you know what I mean. But um, And then they, yeah, they soon put a stop to that. But I think um, what people don't realize is that when you're getting filmed in those situations, like when we're on a date night and the cameras, like Sarah said, there was like eight cameramen in the room and like camera women as well. And um, the lights are so bright. And what people just like, you don't realize that you're sitting there having this romantic date with, you're literally floodlit and it's like you're in a football stadium. And for me, that was what put me off the most as well, because you cannot not think that there's people there because it's so bright and you're sitting yeah, there trying think. to eat your steak, thinking and just squinting at each other because those those sets are yeah, are really bright and people don't realise that. So that automatically reminds you that there's people there watching you and listening to you. So I think whilst it's not staged, just the general setup of TV shows kind of does put you in a little bit of reservation with what you say because you you know they're there whereas in the cabin itself because they were all fixed cameras it wasn't anybody in there um it was a lot easier to just chat normally in the actual cabin then um so if you watch our parts of the show when we're out like we're, we went otter hunting in the river we went for like a meal it's definitely more awkward at those times yeah because you can see that we're both like there's people listening to us here it took so long to eat a meal i would have usually have devoured and got oh that was really good can you say that again i've got like a mouthful of potato and yeah like, oh, awesome okay yeah. <laughs> and then you forget that like oh yeah the great thing say it again and can we just can we just pass the wine over again and you're like passing the wine over like five times because they want to get the perfect shot and then it gets aired on tv and it's, it doesn't even get the wine passed in and you think we sat there for three hours passing that wine <laughs> that sounds hilarious and it also sounds like it also helped you bond you know because of those mm. awkward moments yeah because yeah, we we could tell we felt the same. Mm -hmm. We could tell that we both, like... Yeah, there was definitely those eye looks. You know, when you look at each other and you know what each other's thinking, and there was there was definitely a lot of them. By this point, because we went... At that night, it was night three, wasn't it? Or No, night four. It was night four. Final night in there. So we'd already, you know, we were pretty set on... They were going to leave us a cabin couple at that point. So we were doing those matching eye looks that we... That we still do now, yeah. you know, just talk, talk to each other yeah. without playing minds. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of did because as well, like I know that Charlotte felt quite nervous and I think I picked up on that even then. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just like, I remember you telling me when we came out, like I made her feel better in those situations because I was a bit more um, calm about it. So I'd done things like a bit of modeling and stuff before and so I was used to cameras being in my face, whereas mm -hmm. like Charlotte wasn't. Um, so I kind of like was very much like, not hand-holding, but kind of, yeah, just yeah, smiling and making sure that she she felt good, which I think definitely yeah. would bonded us a bit. It definitely helped me. I um I know that obviously if it wasn't Sarah in there, um, I would never have felt as comfortable as I did because she just made me feel comfortable literally straight away. I was really nervous, and then when as soon as I met her, like the nerves they were still there, but they definitely went away because of how Sarah was with me and how just open and comfortable I felt around her. When you were in the cabin. Was it scary to have your intimate moments being filmed? And for me, intimacy is a lot more than sex. I'm just talking about even, even talking about your deepest secrets or your desires or kissing. Was that awkward? Was it strange or? Well, admittedly, we didn't go into any sort of like knowingly that we were on camera. You did kind of sort of forget because they were sort of hidden. But at yeah. the same time, we were still mm -hmm. conscious of the fact that everything we say could potentially end up um, to 
two million plus viewers. <laughs> um, so we were conscious in what we maybe spoke about and things like that and certainly like say bits of our pasts we didn't discuss until we were outside of yeah um obviously it was only sort of four or five days that we were in there um so we didn't have to like prolong it too long or whatever we just waited until we were out to discuss certain things yeah um i think the most nerve-wracking thing is that you're you um you're you know you're going to kiss somebody and you know your mom's going to watch it afterwards so um for me it was kind of like my whole family is going to see this which is completely fine but you just wouldn't want your your mom to like eavesdrop on your first date and that's essentially like our moms have got video diaries of our first date together for the rest of their lives <laughs> but saying that as well um we both we could have a phone in there um where we could contact people on the outside and we both had our moms on our phone so we'd already met each other's mom before we'd even left the cabin so we kind of knew that like our moms are both really accepting of who we are and our sexuality anyway so that was just super nice to have and just knowing that our moms are just comfortable with us yeah. and, and anything we sort of like did do was more actually watching back and not at the time that we were like worried about it like um like I gave like a miniature sort of lap dance but that's because we were just fooling around like the whole entire time yeah. so when I did it I just kind of was like we were just drunk and just having a whale of a time. Yeah. But then when I watched it, I was like, holy cow, I cannot believe I did that. Oh my God, my mom, my mother is watching this. But um, yeah, it didn't last very long, so it's fine. Yeah, it was, a very, it was a very short lap dance. It was no taking the kit off. And I was mortified, so I sat there with my eyes, I, my, my hands over my eyes. You think it sounds like the sexiest scene ever, but I sat there like, I can't watch this. But maybe deep down, it's because I knew it was all on TV and, and you just think, ah, oh, but like we were just fooling around having a good time. Yeah. yeah, having a few tequila shots. <laughs> and being part of the community, how did it feel to have your love? Well, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't love at the time, but your almost love, let's call it, uh, being broadcast. Because I know that, uh, who was it? Was it, was it uh, you, Sarah, that you said on your Instagram that you've been hid and been hiding in terms, I'm not sure if it's Sarah or Charlotte. Was it Sarah? Um, probably Sarah. Yeah, that'll have been, yeah. That'll have been <laughs> yeah, I mean, my friends realistically did know. Um, I kind of definitely hid behind the saying I was bi for a long time and not necessarily even 100% knowing who I was. Um, I kind of just kept it kind of low-key. I wasn't someone who, who, every time I got a chance to speak, said that, oh, right, I'm a lesbian. I very much hid it and say if I was in the hairdressers and my hairdresser had ask oh have you got a boyfriend I'd just go with that I'd be like no I, I don't have a boyfriend rather than jumping in and saying actually I'm, I'm into girls because I just don't look I guess like I do and I just kind of went with that so <laughs> I guess I was just a little bit sort of hidden and stuff and, and actually um, the show very much helped because it's amazing the community is actually so lovely and it's it's there was so much support and all of a sudden I had this influx of um, not even just people who are gay themselves, like just people who are supportive of it. And it was nice. It was nice to know that actually I can just full on be myself from this mo moment forward. Um, it's, it's cool and it's fine. And it was, it was really nice, actually. You know, all of course time. it is. <laughs> Applause for you. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think that we're, we're both kind of, not came out on because obviously people friends and family already knew but like people that perhaps hadn't seen us since high school um only found out via the cabin like for me as well it's not something that I posted 
all over social media, maybe Instagram, but not things like Facebook, you know, when you have your old school friends on there and things like that. So um, for the both of us, a lot of people found out via um, national TV and messages saying, oh, congratulations, you look so happy and it's so nice to like see you living your life and things. So it was really like, it was just a good response, wasn't it, all around? Yeah, you've had amazing support. And I think it wasn't just from the community. I think it was from everybody. Just looking yeah. at how your relationship was real, I think, how you portrayed yeah. yourselves. Um, but you were talking about, you know, how you, Sarah, how you actually hit before saying you were bi. A lot of people have that issue. We've been contacted by a lot of people asking us at Pleasy Play, you know, if we can help. We're not therapists, so we obviously send them to a therapist. But what are the signs that you could see it, that you can advise somebody that has that uh, question, I'll say, if they're bi or if they're gay. Are there signs that you could look out for? I think, honestly, if you're asking the question, you already know. Um, personally, I knew, or I even, I, I knew, and I, I hid behind it because it was a lot easier to say that you were bi. It was so much easier than rather, because the blokes would still try it on anyway. They'd still sort of be like, no, you're not. And it was like, as if I was to say that, no, I think I am actually gay rather than. And it's it was such an annoyance that I just kind of allowed myself to just not really be who I was um, in terms of, and I actually kind of messed with my own head a little bit as well to the point that I kind of, I didn't even know sometimes. I was like, am I by then or am I actually gay? Because it was just so confusing with being femme, I think that that comes with it anyway. Um, and I think that it's just a case of you've just got to be true to yourself. Um, if you, if like, you know, deep down you, you do. And although you want to kind of like fight it or whatever, like there's absolutely no point doing that. Mm. Um, you go in to find someone that is right for you and there is no rule of who you should be. And luckily, this day and age, we're allowed to be who we actually want to be. And it's just a case of just actually going and exploring that and just being honest and open um, and talking to people about it, I guess. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, life begins when you're honest. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I was just, I, I came out like fully, I just went like all guns blazing when, when it happened to me. Um, I was we're in a long-term relationship with a man and I was always gonna, I was almost going to get married and I had to cancel the wedding and everything because I knew like I knew that it wasn't right by doing that so um, exactly the same with me I just came out straight away none of my friends and family were surprised um, but I think agree with what Sarah says you've just got to be honest and I found that my life actually began when I was honest and like my life has been so much happier since then. So I think, yeah, I agree with what Sarah says. Just even if people around you don't agree, like then they're not the great people to have in your life. So you just, you, you've only got one life and we're only go, you've only got one go at this. So you can either just spend the next 30 years thinking what if, or just enjoy yourself. Yeah. You've hundred percent got to go off like gut feelings and stuff. And like yeah. I said, if you're asking the question, then more often than not, it does mean that, mm -hmm. You already know your answer. Um, yeah. And like, it wasn't, it wasn't easy for us. We're not saying this like it was all happy and, you know, there was so much tears, depression, trauma, drama, everything involved in it. It was probably the hardest time definitely of my life. Um, but now, like, I'd do it all again if I could be in the situation that I am now with Sarah. So I think it's just really important to even though you think, it's it's easier to not say anything it really is and that's why I 
was so silent for so long because I, it was easier to live a life of what everybody else expects from you than to actually be honest. So, yeah. <laughs> and it actually took me, it took me to have, I had a really bad car accident in which I nearly died in. And it took me that moment for me to realize this isn't a life I want to live. And I don't know. I just hope nobody else has to do that. And nobody else has to get to that point of, I'm like, you think you're going to die. And then your whole mindset changed on life and you think you're going to die. Like I accepted at that moment. I was, that was it for life. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I don't know if we could advise anybody to not get to that point to have to realize who they are, but it's easier said than done. We know that. <laughs> I know I'm hearing you. And, and I've heard a lot of people saying that when they're in a, um, dire live situation. Yeah. It's not quite yeah. Writing, is life it? or death. Life <laughs> or death. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That was bad. Um, that they feel that they, they, they see their lives and they say, Oh, is this really what I wanted? And they actually change the way that they act, you know, within their lives. Do you think, you know, the both of you that coming out actually impacted positively on your mental health? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. 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 A thousand percent. Definitely. Because it's one like stress you don't have to worry about. And not only that, if you're like happy with yourself and, like who you are you then meet the right person and you meet somebody like we met each other who brings out the best in each other and we wouldn't we never would have been here like saying this if we hadn't have been honest with ourselves and yeah going back to the cabin and going back to the moment where you actually came out of the cabin where the show ended was it hard to come to real life together and to start building this relationship um, it was different, but we got to blame COVID for that. So if we were stressed or anything, we were just a bit like, well, it's not it's not normal for us to do all this anyway. We're living such an unnormal life right now that we just blame that. So it was actually all right. And um, because of COVID as well, it was a very much situation of, okay, you either live together or you don't. Um, and because we just literally got on like a house on fire, we just went with, like screw it, let's do it, um, and then well, the outcome as yeah. you can see, it worked. So it was fine. Yeah, when we came out of the cabin here in the UK, we were in a national lockdown, so we had no choice. But um, yeah, if we hadn't seen each other after the cabin, which was filmed in November, we wouldn't have been able to actually see each other till about was it March? Yeah, when we came out of lockdown. So we had that really instant decision, and obviously at that point we were so like. Um, you know, we had butterflies for each other and stuff. So the best idea then ever was to just stay together because it was like, oh my God, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I lived on my own anyway. So Sarah just basically packed a bag and that was it. <laughs> Leap of fate. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. And what else are you going to do in a lockdown? So. <laughs> the next minute we like created a business and now yeah. we're completely, probably, probably sorted for, for always really. Yeah, yeah. We built a business together. Um, not knowing where it would end up. And um, so now we we help women basically feel good about themselves. Um, Sarah's a PT and I'm now a nutritionist in training and we didn't expect it to go the way it has, but we just, we advise women of how to like eat well, feel better about themselves, work out. Um, and it's just, and it's just taken off and completely taken over our lives as well, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, for the good. but for the right reason. Yeah. And you know, and it, it's crazy now to think that when you when you circle back on life, if we had never came out, been honest about ourselves, been through all the bad things in life, then apply for a TV show and then met and then got on, we never would have helped all the women that we're helping now. And it's it's 
a great way to kind of look at all the sadness that happened in our life before we met and think actually it's so worth it when you're not just happy in yourself and together and making each other happy but you're also helping so many people um feel better about themselves and when we get the messages like we actually cry sometimes we you know we had a woman who who got married a few years ago got pregnant put a lot of weight on and couldn't even wear her like her wedding ring finger a uh, wedding ring on her finger and then, like for 12 years as well yeah said. and then she messaged us saying she's finally got her wedding ring back on her finger after all of this time and we 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 are quite emotionally invested in our business which might be a bad thing in the future but, but for now it definitely is what makes us who we are so and we just sat there and we just both cried about it because it's just like we're unintentionally helping people and it just we never expected this yeah <laughs> how does it work to actually work with your with your other half um luckily we're very good at different things so we actually in terms of like, like I'm like bronze and she's brains. So if it's in terms of, right, I need to jump on and do a video, I tend to take over that kind of thing because I'm a bit more, um, not cocky, but like a little bit, I, like TikTok. Yeah. yeah, I'm very confident in that kind of way in TikTok, especially because it's like quick fire videos. I'm just, I take over that side of it. And Charlotte takes over the making everything look like it does and all the posting and making it all pretty and, and everything. <laughs> and yeah. a lot more of the kind of behind the scenes work so I just get to be a face, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte deals with I'm all of that. Yeah. So that's the type of stuff that I'm terrible at, which is anything to do with like reading, writing, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And Charlotte's great at it. And she's good with her words. Whereas if it's about sort of like being abrupt or being like, right, guys, we need to do this or motivation. Um, yeah, and I'm you. really sort of on top of that. And I, I'm really quite creative as well. So I just kind of go, Charlotte, I've got this idea. What can we do with it? I just kind of throw it at her and she's like, right, okay, how do we actually piece this together? Um, And then together we get it up and going. Yeah. I mean, but at first it was difficult with like, we built a business unintentionally really at the start. We were only three months into our relationship at the time. So when people had noticed that I looked healthier and lost some weight and fitter. And that's when it all started because everyone was messaging Sarah saying, can you PT me? And Sarah was like, I cannot PT all these people. There's too many people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I had an yeah. influx and I was just like, and everyone asking me how Charlotte's lost the weight yeah. or what, what have you guys done? Um, can you be my PT? Cause Oh my God. And, and I was like, literally there were so many and yeah. I was so overwhelmed. I was like, uh, I don't know what to do here. So that's um, when I was like, right, let's do this. But at the same time, when we look back at it now, we we were also figuring out our relationship and also figuring out a business at the same time. Yeah. And with business comes awkward conversations because like sometimes we have to be like, right, that's not great for the business. <clears throat> Even though you want to say it, it's probably not great. So we were having these conversations very early at the start of a relationship. You know, when you were trying to please people because you're, you know, you're in the honeymoon period and you want to be the best version of you because it's all, it's like all cute. names and stuff. Yeah. Things. And it was like, no, I don't like that. Or like, right. We stayed yeah. all 24 hours trying to decide on a name. Yeah. Um, and eventually we went, let's go off our name. So S and C, and that's how we came up yeah. with Soul and Courage. But honestly, we spent an entire 24 hours just panicking, like we need a name. It's yeah. Yada, 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 yada. And, uh, yeah. and it's like, oh no, you have to be honest with her. Like, I didn't, no, I don't like that one really because, you know, you're making business decisions as well. So you're trying not to piss off your new girlfriend, but also starting a business. And I think that was so like, 
I, we got through it and I'm not sure how. Looking yeah. back, we think, how did we do that? Yeah, because at first, Charlotte was very like, it needs to look better than it does. And I was like, no, it's fine. It says what it needs to say. It's fine. Let's just get it out. And she was like, no, absolutely yeah. not. The aesthetic of things matters. Yeah. And, it was yeah. and I was so like, I'm sorry, but I'm not posting this. or I'm not releasing this because it doesn't look good enough. It's not our brand. It's not been spell checked by 5,000 people, Sarah. Yeah. It's not going out. And Sarah was like, you just didn't really understand it at first, did you? Probably thought I was being a bit uptight. I mean, I did. Yeah. <laughs> looking now, it's a good job we did all of that stuff because, <laughs> but it's just stuff like that. You, nobody really like realizes the pressures that it actually, it didn't really put it on our relationship, but it, it definitely could have done had we not been so open and honest with each other and actually communicated. Yeah. Because luckily we're, we, our communication is great anyway. We always just talk. If there's something wrong, we have to just talk. Um, that's kind of how we base it off. And if mm. we hadn't have done that with a business, who knows, we might not have been here now. Sorry, we're chatting so much. <laughs> no, no, that's amazing because I, I completely understand. Like I, I went through the same um, journey with my husband, you know, creating the business. Okay. Uh, but yeah. we've known each other for a couple of years now. So it was slightly <laughs> easier with, with two kids. But yeah, I get it. <laughs> so you could tell him to piss off. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally said, I'm never going to work with you has, you know, on a day-to-day basis, because we're very, we're both very, um, I'm not going to say stubborn, that's not the right word. Um, <laughs> like-minded, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It, no, but it's difficult. It was really difficult. And people don't realize that it's difficult to run a business anyway, but to run a business with someone you love is even more, like, difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but the business that you've created, for me, it's a lot more than just um, losing weight and feeling good about yourself. <laughs> From what I see that you've created, you've actually helped people become the better version of themselves, whatever that means for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely like the aim. In fact, I voice note people quite often sort of on the program and stuff. And um, uh, even, even if they've got like aims that I'm like, that's actually probably too far-fetched. Let's pull it back. Let's, how do we actually make you feel better about you? Because you're going to talk to yourself trying to become that person. Um, and I've always had people being like, come on, set a realistic goal, like feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. This is about health. And I'm telling you, as soon as you get started with it all, you're going to feel better anyway. And you're probably going to think that ain't worth it. I ain't doing that, but this is, um, yeah. So it's definitely about getting, getting them to not be so hard on themselves as well. Um, and I think that's a big thing with us because although, yes, I have a sort of like six pack aesthetic and stuff like that. I say to people, I'm like, that is actually so hard to achieve you've got to think, do you really actually want that? Or can you just be like, no, nah, that doesn't matter too much. However, this um, yeah. bit more realistic and I'd really, you know, it'd be easier to do um, and mm-hmm. go down like that route with people. And it makes, uh, I'm definitely good at making people see things for what it is. I think I'm a very sort of no bullshit PC and people very much um, admire me for that. Because yeah. I'm very honest and I'm very open with it all and the struggles of sometimes the gym and how hard it can actually be. And I put that out to people, I'm like, you need to actually set a realistic goal there and what can you actually achieve? Um, yeah, yeah. We get yeah. a lot of people thinking that the, to feel better about yourself, you've got to get up at 6 a.m., drink a fruit smoothie and go for a 10-mile run. Yeah. And we're like, realistically, nobody does that. Yeah, nobody I'm like, I don't get out of bed for one some days, guys. Like, yeah. come on, like, no. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, if that isn't what's going to make you happy, why are you doing it? Because you're seeing somebody else do it on Instagram and you think that's the, that's the end goal. And the person who's got up at 6am filmed it, had a smoothie and gone for a run. It's probably only done it once that week and never going to do it again. They've just done it for content. Yep. So we're very much like we, we promote the fitness industry bullshit versus 
what you should actually do. And we cover things like false marketing and things that, you know, these people just want to sell a product to you and want you to buy into this. Yeah, we Um, even put like price differences on stuff, like saying like Slimming World, something that's X amount of sins versus something that's actually lower cows and actually that one costs £7 and that one costs one. Yeah. Um, And weight-wise, neither is going to make any difference. Um, So we, we highlight things like that. Um, yeah, we try and get really. people to save money. And yeah. that's like one of our best things that we do. We have a lot of comments back on that is that, oh, thank you. I didn't realize that that had the same amount of calories in that. But because it's a weight loss brand, it's five times the price. So we can't, we're just like, stop wasting your money. Stop thinking that you need to buy into these branded products to, to actually lose weight. And really, that you really don't. And yeah. we're definitely... I um, warn people of stuff as well. Like the thing is that people don't realize when you're going to be so athletic and you're going to get your body fat levels down to next to zero, as females, we lose our periods. And I tell people that I'm like, you will lose your period if you keep going. And and not just that, obviously, there's the, 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 you can't do it for a long amount of time. It physically damages you, you your physical. You can't yeah. lean for that long, realistically. It's not healthy either. Um, mm. And then I highlight things like um, people putting bum pads in their bum at the gym and then wearing those like shorts that make your bum look even bigger. And you're watching these videos of people of a bum that, because it's a video, it looks like it would be real and it's it's whatever else, but it's very easy to make it look like something that it's not. Um, and realistically, building a bum is actually one of the hardest things you can do. Um, so if you can't be asked, just don't. Just <laughs> like the bum you've got kind of thing. Yeah. So I highlight stuff like that and make people see it for what it actually is um, so that you can stop being so hard on yourself. Yeah, that's basically it, isn't it? Like yeah. trying to differentiate what's real on social media these days to what is actually real for you and yeah. and the reality of where how you can get your body and things that you can't change and but that's know. why amongst like filters and things like that we will actually show ourselves like without any makeup and, and how we actually yeah. sort of look too yeah. um <laughs> once you've yeah. been on national tv with no makeup on there is no hiding so uh, <laughs> so we know what you really look yeah, like anyway everyone so. knows what we look like so we can't put a filter on it anyway so it's completely pointless <laughs> uh, but we definitely promote that lifestyle as well with like trying not to we don't filter things and um unless we are looking particularly bad <laughs> uh, yeah so we we just promote being normal and I think that's the comments we get a lot is that we're genuine we're normal and we're, we're real and for example people will ask us where we got our glasses from and we're like oh it's the cheapest pair you can get from the opticians and even the other day someone messaged saying thank you for just being so normal about it and not mm. being like oh they're gucci they're actually just a cheap yeah. pair of glasses because um that's reality and yeah. it's also people expect us to have this whole bougie lifestyle now we've been on tv and now we've got a bit of a whereas they don't realize that some influencers will go pose by one of those fancy cars and claim it's their own whereas we're like oh i drove a toyota i'm not embarrassed about it yeah um we're just real (laughs) i guess yeah and yeah and i'm like i shop in charity shops i'm like everyone's like oh where did you get this from where did you get that from and i'm like i'm not gonna lie guys i don't buy expensive shit i don't see the point this is literally from a charity shop. Um, so sorry, I can't <laughs> tell you how to get one. But yeah. um, oh, here's yeah. me in this dress again for the 10th time. And I'm not going to not wear it because I should only be wearing it once because that's what everybody else does. And that's just the kind of vibe that we have, isn't it? Mm. And actually, I didn't really realize it until I'm talking about it like this right now, because when you put it all together in your head, you're like, oh, yeah, that is what we do. And when you do it, you don't. It's not what we set out to do. It just happens to be what we do. So, yeah. This is quite eye-opening for me. This is like therapy. (laughs) 
Don't worry, I'll build you. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, talking about therapy and about the way that you make people feel, which is good. I personally believe that if you want to be in a good relationship, you have to feel good about yourself. You have yeah. feedback mm-hmm. from clients saying that their relationships improved because they feel better about themselves. Yeah, a thousand percent. And yeah. with both myself and Charlotte, we very much not fixed ourselves because we weren't like broken people, but we very much um, found ourselves. Yeah, found ourselves and dealt with our own issues and emotional issues before yeah. putting everything into that relationship. I was ready for a relationship a hundred percent, which is so obviously why I went on the show mm-hmm. and I've been single for a really long time. So within that time that I was single for so long, I a hundred percent found who I was and like I used to be a bit of a party animal like back in the day but then I sort of stopped all that and obviously I was very focused on the gym I knew what I wanted to do with like not career wise I didn't necessarily know what exactly I wanted to do but I certainly knew the route I wanted to go down and things like that so I think Mm -hmm. finding yourself um you have to do before you can have a healthy relationship I think it's impossible to have one otherwise yeah and then the women that we've we've helped as well definitely said the same thing about their relationship has been has become better because they're so much more confident in themselves and yeah. maybe they feel a little bit more sexy and all of those things too like they're they're more confident with the way they look and how they feel and confidence obviously is a lot to do with how you look but it really just comes from within so if you're feeling good because you're just like generally eating better and doing things that are good for you and saying no to the things that you don't actually want to do um and then you're proud of yourself too so yeah. it's not even just confidence it's being Pride, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all of that and then you kind of feel like i am boss and yeah. then obviously that comes out in um, every other aspect of your life too yeah and we get a lot of messages that are like um the people are getting married and they've made we've made them feel more confident for their wedding day for their husband or their wife and it's just it's great to hear that they're like you know, I, I wouldn't feel this good without without you guys. I mean, a lot of us, we're, we're always like, you did it yourself. We just advised you, but you actually did it yourself. I think people forget to congratulate themselves sometimes that they put in the hard work and they really, it's it's not easy to change your lifestyle. It's not. You, you We get ha- like habits that we can't get out of it as grown adults. And it doesn't just change overnight. And these women sometimes don't give themselves enough credit either that they're the ones that did this too. Um, we're obviously there to give them the education, but it's it's physically up to them what they put in their mouth, what they do, what they say, how they feel. So yeah, more credit to them. <laughs> we're almost reaching the end of our episode. So I have three questions. One of them was going to be a quick round, a quick uh, question round about your relationship. But just before that, talking about confidence, and this is going slightly in a different direction. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, please play this year on this new cabin um, season. We've offered a box for every couple. So I just want you to imagine if you were in the cabin and you got a box of sex toys, <laughs> how would that have made you talk about difficult things or not or easy things? I don't know. We would have definitely been more jokey with it. Yeah. Than we would. 
yeah. talk about it thousand percent yeah. we'd have no we we would have definitely been like we're on tv here we're not going to discuss kind of certain items and where they go yeah. and what to do and yeah. whatever else i've also probably been a bit confused about certain items and where they go and what to do <laughs> <laughs> i'd have probably picked up thinking <laughs> what is this what is this yeah um, but i'm the same i'm really naive in that aspect so we'd have probably been throwing them at each other from across the room rather than actually discussing their uses yeah um, <laughs> being like look at this can i put it on my head rather yeah. than being like Ooh. yeah but that's i think that's our persona and we're quite like silly with things like that and um yeah like sarah said not we don't talk about our sex life openly anyway so that's probably how we would have done yeah but, i surprisingly am actually slightly prudish yeah i will admit that it's the word i actually hate it but i can't even watch like sex on tv without literally crawling inside myself i stopped watching that bridgerton for instance because i was like oh no got too raunchy for me can't watch yeah. it anymore as soon as the first sex scene came on i'm pathetic you wouldn't think of it of me um <laughs> like i'll do like underwear shoots but i cannot for the life of me, watch sex on TV. And yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't even know where it comes from. Whereas I, my <laughs> sense of humour is quite different. It's quite crude, isn't it? Yeah, and, Charles um, quite crude and it goes over my head all of the time, yeah. which is like, you don't, you don't get it. And I'm like, no, what? Explain it to me. Yeah, I I just gave up with being cruder and making sarcastic jokes because it just doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah, including the one of the first sentences I said, "Oh, say a dad joke to try and get to know each other." Obviously, in the cabin, and Charlotte's dad joke was, "What did Cinderella say when she got to the ball?" And and then uh, I just I couldn't get it. She tried to explain it to me, and I was just what? yeah. Yeah, like it just was that was probably the only silent moment we had because she was just like, I give up trying to explain it to you. And I was literally like, I can't say anything else because like, I didn't want to sit there on TV and be like, Well, she basically puts the penis in her mouth and then she chokes on it. And Sarah was just, and I, I didn't want to say that because we'd only known each other 10 minutes and I didn't want to start talking about choking on penis. So, <laughs> and then from that moment, we just both knew where we were, where we were at at that level. It's like, Right, she, did, she didn't get the sexual joke, yeah. so we can't go down that route with each other. <laughs> sex toys would have probably run the opposite direction yeah <laughs> would have been good uh, an interesting fun conversation i like that yeah exactly yeah. oh yeah yeah because <laughs> if it was like like oh my god do people actually use that that's kind of the reaction we'd have got from each other something i really have to ask where did you girls get the body with the dinosaurs i love it the body with the dinosaurs uh, she in the bodysuit thing. Oh, the bodysuit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got that off Shein. Oh, yeah, it's so Shein. lovely. I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. Isn't they it? do it in so many different colors as well. Yeah. <laughs> Shein's really good for some like dinosaur stuff. Yeah. Um, and obviously, well, that's that's our logo, and I just love dinosaurs. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we like to match in our pajamas because we're we're completely gay like that. So. <laughs> I like love to that. Do everything. I like to twin. Um. <laughs> I'll buy one for my husband. I'm not sure he'll wear yeah, it, but do it. <laughs> yeah, he's a great one. <laughs> I'm sure he that will. That could be your next business move. <laughs> mm, if you would like that, I'd be happy. <laughs> so our last question, and this is something we ask all of our guests. How do you keep your relationship open, exciting, and intimate? We just communicate, I think. Um, we, can, we just stay happy. And I think that's the key to like intimacy and being open with each other is that we're just... Yeah, I think, like, if you're in a mood with your partner, you're not going to want to, obviously, like, do any bedroom stuff with them. So yeah. we always, like, talk and make sure, like, everything's, like, good between us or whatever, and then, obviously, the rest kind of comes naturally. But at the same time, we have only been sort of together a year, so mm-hmm. we've not kind of 
had any sort of difficulty in let's spice things up or anything yeah. like that. We've not um, had to, uh, whether we will in the future, I, I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been with someone that long, in all fairness. So I would genuinely have no idea how those things kind of go. Um, I guess I'll just take it as it comes. If it comes to a point where like, we need to spice things up or whatever, then, then we'll do it um, as and when. But certainly mm. at the minute, because yeah. it has still only been a year, a year, been a year uh, realistically, it's still quite fresh, uh, even in that department, really. Um, yeah, and because we're so in love and so like sickeningly in love, it it's not, it doesn't feel like a chore or anything like that. It just, no, but it, I mean, I've been in relationships when I, I thought, right, it's Sunday night, let's do the deed. Like, you know, because it's, you've got to tick it off the list, so to speak. But um, yeah, we very much just as and when either. Like yeah. it's not a... Uh, we don't sort of do like planning it in oh, or anything no. like that. And even if we're like, oh, sometimes we'll look at each other and be like, we haven't done it in like over a week. And then, then we might go like, yeah, that, that, that kind of thing. But like, yeah. we just literally as and when it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, communication is a good answer because to be honest, it's maybe 80% of, of, of our, of our um, guests actually say that, mm. that because they communicate well, Yes, they have a good relationship. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's what we say anyway. And if everyone else says it, we'll, we'll agree. Because that's what <laughs> we think ours is, is just being so... It's just being open. Open, yeah. And like, we both know each other really well as well. So we know what things we certainly wouldn't want or anything, did you know what yeah, I mean? Or, or would. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah, so... And then also, you've got to remember, being in a, in a female relationship is um, you've got two periods to deal with, so it's not just the one. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? So if somebody wants to know about, more about your program or just find you on social media, where can they find you? Um, well, our um, TikTok is Shar and Sarah, so that's the handle for that. Mm -hmm. um, and then Charlotte's profile is literally just her name. <laughs> so she's got such a unique name that she can just put a name in <laughs> and it'd be hers, which is annoyingly yeah uh, so hers is charlotte Dondre, and then mine is sarah Hutchinson underscore pg um on instagram and then, yeah and yeah then in our bio is sort of where our program is and things like yeah. that so we've got soul and courage um so anything to do with our fitness related stuff you can just type in soul and courage on even in google um, then, yeah um, We've got our, um, our dedicated Instagram where we post uh, so much free advice calories well yeah we know that obviously we sell our program but we also want to keep giving out as much free advice as we like feasibly can without actually giving out the program. Um, so yeah, we post so much stuff on there that just makes you feel good. And even if you never want to buy anything, it's just really good to see. And it's quite uh, awakening of the foods you eat and what, what you can do. We post stuff about science in your body. Like actually if you're a woman and you need iron, not to drink tea and coffee within like 30 minutes of eating because your iron just doesn't absorb into your body. So that's why you're feeling tired, especially if you're on your period. And it's just all things like that that people just don't know that we just put out there and think, oh, this could help somebody down the line somewhere. Um, yeah, and then we also have our YouTube, which is The Shara Show. Admittedly, we don't post on there as much as we, we should do. Um, but yeah, our YouTube... We're planning on bringing that back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So. Our YouTube's pretty cool. And then um, for the new... It is. Oh, thank you. We made that advert. Like, so that was like very early on we made that kind of advert. I think originally the avenue we thought we were going to go down was kind of just be YouTube. YouTubers, I guess. Mm. Um, and then that was... That's probably the... the not like the, the bit of sort of like the bottom on the list, actually. Yeah, it we is. very much sort of biggish on TikTok and, and we do work yeah. on our Instagrams. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then obviously our business is our business. Yeah. Um, but we are going to jump on the YouTube thing soon. Mm -hmm. again yeah 
Sarah and Charlotte, it's been lovely having you here. I've learned so much and I've just, I don't know, I've just loved knowing more about you and just having a normal chat about business and about women and about self-love, I'd say. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much because that was really good for us as well. And uh, yeah, it's just nice for us to talk about our relationship with someone because when you talk about it openly it really hits home doesn't it so yeah thank you as well for the little therapy session great <laughs> and that was intimacy play we hope you enjoyed it to find out more about pleasey and how we can take your relationship to the next level visit pleaseyplay.com then also make sure to search for Intimacy Play in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found, and click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Pleasy, thank you for listening.